When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Fight fans. It's Michelle Joy Phelps, and I'm joined now with Eddie Hearn. How are you, Ed? Very casual of you today, Michelle. I like it. Yeah. You know what? I just could not be bothered, if I'm honest. Thank you. Do you see how do you see do you see how long my hair is? Do you know how long it takes to like blow dry and do all this? No. Mm, too long. Really? Too okay. long. Couldn't be bothered with the rest nice. of it. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I know I'm yes, your last. <laughs> um, shut up. Um, I know I'm your last interview of the day. So. Not intentionally. No, 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 no. That was okay. You were okay. very quiet over there. You were just doing yeah. Joshua Bwetsi, and yeah. I just sort of, you know. No, I'm, no, I appreciate it. I'm just saying that I am your last one today, so I don't want to drag this out asking you the no same problem. questions a million times over and over. Let me ask you a question, and maybe you can help me out here. <laughs> what has someone not asked you today? That you think if would be newsworthy? Inter- if I was an interviewer, I would be asking me about the uh, Olympians. Okay. Probably. I would be asking me about, I mean, Liverpool. I thought, did you have anyone in Liverpool? Mm-mm. No. A bit, little bit about Smith Fowler. A couple of people have asked me about David Hay against Joe Fournier. Mm-hmm. Um, like the ones, I just feel like the ones not to ask is like anything AJ Usyk related at the moment. Like it's mm-hmm. not, you know, we've been there, haven't yeah. we? Um, some people have asked me about Errol Spence. And about Manny Pacquiao. Um, yeah, so, like, I don't know. You can ask me whatever you want. That's the beauty of these things, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, first and foremost, it's the final week. Mm. I've heard you say a few times that you're a bit sad. Yeah, I am, because for the last month, I've come into work every day and opened the back door and seen this. Mm. And I wish this was a permanent fixture, and I wish we could do it every Saturday. Mm-hmm. And we probably will do mm-hmm. one day. Might not be here, but might be in an apex style of facility like you know um and i've really enjoyed it it kicked off with the kick in the nuts with connor ben we ended up having an amazing week one week two was just wild mm-hmm. um and week three is, is i think i think there's some fights on the card that you might not expect to be as good as they actually will be and i think the main event is absolutely fantastic so i'm going to be sad because you know how much we travel 
and for the last three weeks it's been here right. and it's been really nice mm -hmm. so um yeah be, be a bit sad hopefully we can finish with a with a cracker and i think that this fight will be a great fitting way to end series two of fight camp are you tired of traveling are you at that point where you're just like oh you know another pandemic I, I was in a routine where I didn't know where I was, like literally. So I'd fly to New York, then I'd fly back, and then I'd do a couple of press conferences, then I'd go to LA, then I'd go to Mexico, and then I'd go to Italy. And then, but it, I got into a routine where actually it worked because I, I was never jet-lagged. Mm -hmm. So it was just when I could sleep. So I would, you know, I would do a weigh-in in America, and I would go back to the room after all the interviews, and I would get two hours sleep. And I'd wake up and then I'd go to the, the dinner and then I'd sleep again. And then, you know, so it's not very healthy. That was the only thing. Mm -hmm. And then when I finished the pandemic and started traveling again, I started getting terrible jet lag, which I haven't had for years. So I think that uh, it does not. There's a good saying, which is it knocks the bollocks out of you, which <laughs> it, it really does traveling. But when you're trying to create this global schedule, and I don't want to miss anything. Mm -hmm. I'm terrible like that. Like, I never want to miss a show. Mm -hmm. And some people say... You get FOMO? Like, yeah, but just like, you don't have to go to every show, you know. I do. Because <laughs> I love it, you know. And, and people expect me as well to see me at those shows. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not there, everyone wants to know why I'm not there. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like, well, he didn't come to my show, or he's not come to our fight. Mm -hmm. So, and I love it. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, a good friend of mine, my best friend actually, messaged me yesterday and said, it's quite funny, are you okay? I thought, <laughs> that's nice. Like, but I think this is the new thing, isn't it? Sort of, you know, where everyone sort of has their separate lives. Your old friends don't really speak to them that much. Mm -hmm. Are you okay? I thought, that's nice. He's reaching out, just checking up, as yeah, you should yeah. do to all your friends, people watching this. And I said, yeah, mate, why? And he went, I saw an interview with you the other day and you looked really tired. And I went back and said, well, actually, I feel better than ever. But thanks for that, mate. You've yeah. just really taken my mojo away. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, it was like, um, I suppose... That's never a compliment no, to tell someone yeah, they look tired. You look really tired, thanks. Um, but, yeah, that is what it is, isn't it? We're, we're, I think we're very blessed, Michelle, mm -hmm. to be doing this personally. You know, mm -hmm. you've got your world. I've got my world. I think it's a great group of people around mm -hmm. us all. We could be in a normal job. I know. We could, you know. I used to work a normal job, well, so I, yeah. I know it. So did I, yeah. kind of. And what did you do? I was worked in telesales. I worked. Uh, What's that? It's where you sell something over the phone. You must have been the number I one was, salesman. Was, you were, weren't you? I was only fifteen. I was sixteen. <laughs> so my job was to. It was Windows. Okay. Right. So I I would back in the day where you had a phone book, right? So in England. You had literally, you could open the phone book and you could find, you could go to a name, like for you it'd be Phelps, mm -hmm. and it would say Michelle Phelps. It would have your full address really? and phone number. How mad is that mm. in the world we live in now, right? And I would have to go through a letter every night, so it might be P, mm -hmm. and I would phone all the P's and I would try to get you to agree to let someone come round and give you a quote for your windows in your house. So wow. I would be, you're, you're Michelle yeah. Phelps. I go, hello, is that Miss Phelps? And you would go, <laughs> who is this? Yeah. And I would go, it's Eddie Hearn from Weatherseal Windows in Romford. Mm -hmm. How are you this evening? <laughs> and you would go, oh my God, right? Most people just go, boom. 
Well, I'm, I'm fine, thank you. Yeah, great. Listen, um, sorry to bother you, but I've been talking to our sales team here at Weathersills Windows, and we have some of our finest representatives in your area, and I just wondered if I could arrange for them to come round and give you a free quotation on your windows and doors. Mm-hmm. And you would go, I don't, I don't need any yeah. windows. And I'd say, no problem, can I ask you what windows you have at the moment? And you would go, I've no idea. Mm-hmm. I'd say, well, do you have aluminium? Do you have wood? Do you have UV PVC? And you would go, I think I've got plastic UV PVC. Oh, that's good. I will tell you about plastic. Sometimes they can leak. Sometimes the seals can erode slightly. I think you should think about getting aluminium windows and doors. Oh, it's not something I thought about. Well, I can help you with that. If you can just spare half an hour tomorrow, the team will come round, they're in your area, and they'll talk to you about the the options. All right then. 12 o'clock okay tomorrow? Um, Yeah. Thank you, Mrs Phelps. We look forward for our team seeing you then. Bomb. Yes! Run in the other room, go into the sales team. That gave me five pounds for that lead and an extra pound an hour for the whole week for that one lead. And then they'd turn up to your house tomorrow and you would basically go... Why am I even seeing these people? And then that was it. You are, why do we always end up moving backwards? Isn't that funny? Mm. You are the best salesman I know. Mm. When people say Eddie Hearn could sell ice to an Eskimo, Mm. you see those, I'm sure you see those tweets. What do you make of when people say that? Um, It's it's, it's a compliment. Look, I don't want to sound it, I'm a really good salesman. But when you're selling something that you believe in, Right, like back then, I'm just on the black. But when you have a passion for something, like boxing, for example, mm-hmm. and I'm selling you, and I'm talking to you about a fight that I'm genuinely so excited about, it's so much easier to sell. Mm-hmm. It's like anything. If you sell, I always say about photocopiers, right? So you travel up and down the country selling photocopiers out of your van to mm-hmm. businesses. If you go in to pitch this photocopier, and the reality is, you know that the paper gets stuck when you when you really deep load it the ink kind of runs out a little bit earlier than it should. You can't deliver that in the same way. If you truly believe that this photocopier is the greatest photocopier in the world, right? Nothing can be beaten. When you're selling that, at least, you know, it, um, sales is a transfer of feelings, mm-hmm. right? So I need to, you need to be listening to me and going, like, I'm in, where do I yeah. sign? What button do I press? How do you I subscribe? feel it. You do, mm-hmm. but you can, but when that's delivered with passion, mm-hmm. And a true passion, mm-hmm. not, you know, you can fake it, but the reality is that's why when you're selling a fight you believe in, it's so much more, it's so easy to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Liverpool was a good example of that in the week with Smith mm-hmm. Fowler in the card. I'm just up there and it's packed and I just, I know, I know you, you, you believe in me. Mm-hmm. We're in this together, October 9th, we're going to have mm-hmm. a great night. I'm trying to stop swearing, by the way, because <laughs> okay. I've been told off by my mum and my aunt okay. for swearing. And when I look at, when I watch it back, I do swear a lot. I, I think we all mum, do, though. I, I think it's an mum, environment thing. I also said to my mum and aunt, "What interviews have you been watching? <laughs> like, yeah. have you been on Behind the Gloves or IFL? <laughs> like, what what are you watching?" So, you, you weren't brought up like that. Stop swearing. Mm-hmm. He said, "Your father swears all the time." I said, "Well, where do you think I got it from?" Yeah, and, yeah. You know. So anyway, I'm trying not to swear. So anyway, getting back to that, yeah. So. <laughs> And the same with Bratsy Bolotniks. Like, I just, I think this is a tremendous fight. So when I'm selling it, um, yeah. But I've always been able to sell. And I don't know where it came from. It's just not, naturally gifted. It's, it's not something that you, I don't think, you can learn how to sell. Mm-hmm. But it's, a, it's just it's the way something's delivered. But when it's delivered with passion, 
mm-hmm. it, it's compelling. Mm-hmm. Um, last week we saw Ebony Bridges. Mm. Um, I kind of want to know what what the goal is, where to go from there. A lot of people do want to see the rematch mm. between her and Shannon Courtney. She said that she's sort of exhausted of of talking about it because Shannon doesn't want it. Where do you guys? Where do you go from here in in a situation like that? Because it is a, f- a fight fans would like to see yes. again. So uh, there's it's not that Shannon doesn't want the fight. It's I think she feels like as often when there's bad blood. You have a fight, you have a winner, and the winner sort of goes, right, that's your, that's your lot. Beating you, I'm moving on. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when it's close and when the opponent is popular as well, people want to see it again. Mm-hmm. The initial reaction is, I'm not fighting her again. Why, why? You know, but I've honestly said to Shannon, I've got to tell you, that's a really big fight. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, if it's a fight that's going to make her money and she believes she can beat Ebony Bridges again, mm-hmm. she will take the fight. Mm-hmm. She does want to unify. She wants to have this defense and move on. But at the same time, I will be pushing mm-hmm. Shannon to fight Ebony Bridges. doesn't mean we're going to do it, but my job is to make the fights that people want to see right. and that create interest and get people talking. Mm-hmm. Well, that is Shannon Courtney against Ebony Bridges too. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. I agree. You know? And Ebony can really fight. And I know there's the, you know, the bikinis and like all this kind of stuff, but you have to remember, she puts the work in. Like, she's a proper fighter. Mm-hmm. She's been in Mexico, been in Philly. She spars hard, trains hard. She loves to fight. She's exciting, and um, we'll announce her next fight shortly, which is, is going to be Leeds. Mm-hmm. The last time I asked you about this, Kel Brook was obviously in attendance last weekend. Um, there's a lot of chatter. We don't really quite – it's interesting because I asked Kel. I go, Kel, can we do an interview, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, well, I can't say – and he literally comes up to me, grabs my jacket like this with, like, so much enthusiasm, and he goes – I could tell you everything right now, but I won't do it on camera. And I started laughing, and I was like, okay, sorry, Ed. Um, And he's he's insinuating as if things are pretty much done. Mm -hmm. You're seeing on Khan's side that he's like, oh, he better... If he better fight me. I, I don't know. It just seems like there's still a lot in the air. I'm hearing, tell me if this is true or not, because obviously you kind of potentially being someone who may take the fight or put an offer on the fight, is that Khan's asking for $5 million. Can you confirm I that? Think, I would think more than that. More, but yeah, okay. I mean... Do you think I, that that's like... No, I think, I think, look, this is a situation. It's really straightforward. Both guys want to cash out. Of course, right? yeah. Both guys see this as their last fight. Whoever pays the most money for that fight will get it. Everyone has the perception of the value of that fight. Mm-hmm. Kel has a perception that actually is not reality. Still a big fight, but let's be honest, nowhere near what it once was. But I'm still, of course, people will want to see it. So we, the zone, will have our idea of what we should pay for that fight. Sky, I think Sky will just put it on pay-per-view and the buyers are what the buyers are. Mm -hmm. Quite risky Mm -hmm. in a fight like that. Mm -hmm. Someone else might put some money up as well. So it's basically, they're just going out. I mean, it's funny, my relationship with Amir Mm -hmm. is a lot closer now than my relationship with Kel. Mm. You know, still, I still got, you know, love for Kel Brook, um, but I'm dealing with Amir now, and he's a lawyer, and we have a position where, which we both agree with. So, um, but Kel and Terry, and uh, you know, they'll just talk to everyone and just say how much, how much, how much, how much, how much. And that's quite dangerous, because mm. after a while, people go, no, actually, I'll leave it. Because sometimes you see the reactions like on social media and it's not quite the reactions to the fight that you thought it might have been and so forth. So, How much do you think that fight's worth? Well, it's, it's, it's difficult to say. 
I mean, nowhere near what it once was worth. Mm-hmm. Once it could do a million buys. I think it would struggle to do half of that now, mm-hmm. quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still a big fight, and it's still an intriguing fight. Amir Khan is a big name in British boxing, and Kel mm-hmm. is always rated well. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the only tough thing now, when you're selling that fight, we go back to selling it, Yes, you can sell it, bad blood, but you know, eventually we got it, blah blah blah. But it's once it was the IBF welterweight champion Correct. against mm-hmm. you know a guy who was pound for pound fighter. Mm-hmm. Now it's two blokes going, whoever gives me the most money, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Different. Well, both can potentially retire after this. They will. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so this is it, and so the ambition's not the same. Yeah. The ambition is money led. No problem. Okay. It's not the first time. Mm-hmm. But once it was about, it was actually about legacy and it was about world championships and it was about, you know, for me, I think Amir Khan against, against Conor Ben, much better fight, right. much bigger fight, much better story, you know, kid who's like, you know, prospect, if you mm-hmm. like, against, you know, British boxing legend, really, mm-hmm. in Amir Khan. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. But um, I understand the game and it's just like literally going out there talking to everyone they can to see who will pay the most money. Mm-hmm. Um, exhibitions when it first started off it was <laughs> your face um, it was interesting because we were starting to see you know I, I'd really like to think that Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. really kicked this off but now we're starting to see a lot of different random fights coming up um, Triller seems to be sort of really pushing those exhibition fights which are doing really well by the way but uh, David Hay against his friend Joe Fournier I found that I found that funny because I'm like, aren't they both in Greece together right now? Yeah. Like that's so funny. They probably must have been sat around dinner one day and were like, let's just fight it's each a, other. It's a, it's a it's a complete rubbish, right? But you gotta say well done to Dave and Joe. Yeah, yeah. They've somehow convinced someone to pay <laughs> for two mates just having a little. Cash you know, yeah. So good luck to them. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, it is what it is. Uh, let me ask but, you a question. Yeah. If you were asked to partake in a exhibition fight, would you? What me fighting? Yeah. Uh, and if so, who would it be against? I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of people that would like to see me get knocked out. <laughs> you know. You think so? I think if you made me not like, I'd have to. Uh, this is being brutally honest, right? Mm-hmm. I would have to. Get, I would. It would have to make a major difference to a charity. Mm-hmm. Firstly, genuinely, mm-hmm. because I think it would be a terrible look for me to go and take a few million dollars to mm-hmm. have a fight. Like, mm-hmm. and by the way, if it's there, certainly something I'd think about. <laughs> but. Um, there would have to be a reason, like, I'd have to, I'd, I need something to convince me that it's worth doing rather than just doing it for money. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So the answer is no. Okay. But, you know. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I wouldn't fight David Hay, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the problem is with me, I'm really heavy. Mm-hmm. So, like, I weigh 17, nearly 18 stone. What is that in pound? 250 pounds. You're not 250 I'm pounds. Swore. Yeah, I am. 250 pounds. Well, you don't look 250 yeah, pounds, no, but you're really tall, too. Yeah, but, you know, muscle weighs a lot. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah and uh, But, no, I think, yeah, it would have to be like, if you do this, we'd pay extra charity. and But I would, I would want money as well. Mm-hmm. Of course. Who wouldn't? So that's why, with all these guys, the only thing, like, when you've got so much money, and this is not me, this is like Floyd, mm-hmm. right? And you are you, your legacy in the sport is that of an all-time great. 
that's when I don't like... For, for mm. David Hay to go in and have a ru- mess around with Joe Fournier, who cares? Mm-hmm. Someone's daft enough to pay him. Good luck to him. Don't really matter, does it? Mm-hmm. But like when Floyd fought, I don't know, like... You didn't like that, that he I, got I in there? I hated it because okay. it's a complete mismatch. Yeah. But also, there's part of me, and maybe this is unrealistic, and maybe... I wouldn't even do it if I was Floyd, but there's part of me that just wished that someone like Floyd would go, my legacy is a pound for, like, is one, is one of the greatest fighters of all time. So I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. But then again, he probably made 50 million. Mm-hmm. So it's very difficult to turn down. Right. Do you know what I mean? Especially for fighters that have lost all their money or a big chunk of it, you know, Tyson, Jones, these kind of guys who are not as financially well off as they should be. Right. So you can't, at the same time, deny someone a chance to make a living. Yeah, of course. So that's why I never say, like, oh, it's disgusting, oh, but I just, it's not for me. Mm-hmm. And it will, it, will, it will fizzle out real quick, mm-hmm. trust me, because people will just get, like, it, w- there'll be one or two that will be just horrific, and then it'll just, but it puts more pressure on the real boxing to deliver. That's why it was disappointing with Manny and Errol Spence, because mm-hmm. that was a great fight. Oh, I know you're telling me. I, I, there's several of us that have flights to go back, and we were like, oh. I mean, but nonetheless, Ugas is a tough fight. Yeah, it's, a, it's not. I don't think. I think Manny wins that fight easily, but it's still. Like, it's just deflating, isn't it? But that's just boxing. Like, and it, I feel for the PBC because I've been there, and, you know, everyone spent money, everyone's invested, everyone was excited, and then you're just like, why? It's almost like, why do we bother? But you just have to keep going. We've had so many of those this year, in fact. You just have to keep going. Yeah. Because people go, oh, boxing, why do do we bother with boxing? Mm -hmm. If you had that mentality, Mm -hmm. we're finished. Mm -hmm. Boxing's the best sport in the world. So we just have to crack on and and keep going, keep making great fights. Mm -hmm. Most of them will happen. Some won't. Mm -hmm. But... You know, it is what it is. And uh, quickly, uh, Dillian White. Mm. Um, do we have any, any sort of updates at this point? Yeah, I think October 30th is a good okay. working date. Um, Ariola, uh, Charles Martin, who might fight Ruiz, Jermaine Franklin. You know, that's the kind of... in the States? No, here. Okay. Yeah, we were going to go in the States on September 18th. Obviously, the Canelo's decision took so long. And then right. when he made his decision, there was a lot of people who just sort of went, it's, like, it's six weeks now, or it's five and a bit weeks. Mm-hmm. So mentally, I can't. Mm-hmm. So it looks like UK for Dillian, late October. Okay. Lastly. Dun, 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 dun. Who said what? Um, no one said anything. Coogan said earlier. Roy Keane said this, some random comment about some fight. Go on, what have okay. you got? So I'm actually looking at fight picks. Have you heard of fight picks yeah, game? Yeah. Okay, all right. I want to see who you would pick. Okay. Have you played this before yet? No. Okay. So obviously, okay, I'll, you go to uh, choose picks, yeah? Yeah. We're going to start with the... Do you want to do the main card or do you want to start with the undercard? Um, we'll go with the main card. Okay. So, who will win? Joshua Boetze. Okay. 98% of the people that are playing believe that he's going to win as well. So... Method of victory. KO. 89% wow, of the people yeah, believe. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> Obviously, if the fight doesn't go the distance because you picked a KO, we're going to continue. Now, what round do you think mm-hmm. that... This is good, this is. Uh, I'm going to go four to six, actually. Four to six. Yeah, got mm. 29% of the people okay, agree yeah, with you. People go seven to nine. Yeah, I, yeah. I was thinking about that. I've just got a funny feeling it's going to explode early. Okay. 
And then you just go on to continue, and then basically you could pick the entire card, and the winners, it's all, I guess it's all determined on how accurate you are with I your like picks, it. that you could win um, from a pool of a thousand pound. I like it. Yeah, it's cool, right? Very good. I mean, it's free. I mean, you get to win money yeah. sitting at home getting to pick. We, we already pick sitting at home anyways, don't we? I like it. I like it. Pretty cool stuff. I'm not doing some of them because I've got both fighters in that yeah, full yeah. part. <laughs> Do you know what I've said? I go, mm, I don't pick fights, mm. but I'm going to ask people who they yeah, pick yeah, because yeah. I don't, I definitely. So if you're if you're tuning in and you see my name with these picks, they're not actually mine. So, anyways, thank you so much for your time, thank Ed. You I appreciate it here. as always. Uh, we'll catch up with you hopefully post fight, and then I'm off to America. It's time to get back home. I've been here five weeks, so I appreciate uh, the hospitality here. It's been nice. My first fight camp. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for coming. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Bye, fight fans. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.